Hello and what's up everybody? Welcome to Game On presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. Today we will be talking about Halo Combat Evolved, developed by Bungie, Gearbox Studios, and Westlake Interactive, published by Microsoft Game Studios and MacSoft for all you Mac users. Mac, the Mac, the Mac. Macity Mac. <laughs> Caleb, you have throughout this whole entire thing told us that you mostly mostly yes play on playstation yes halo is an xbox exclusive yes so have you even heard of this game before yes i've heard (laughs) of this game it came out in 2001 which for you know wait what so you know there you go there we go four so you know i was a freshman in high school so (laughs) like of course I played it and heard of it and sucked at it. I mean, <laughs> no, I, no, it, it wasn't like this was not during the time period where like pre-ordering games was big or anything like that. And this actually wasn't even um something that was on my radar. Yeah. M- me nor any of my friends were talking about this game. And then it released and one friend got it and then another friend got it and then another friend got it and... At the time, I didn't even own a PlayStation. <laughs> I didn't even have the Nintendo GameCube. <laughs> I was still rocking the N64, baby. Nice. Yeah, because my parents were like, no, we're not bringing a new system into the house. And I was like, but come on. <laughs> At least the GameCube. <laughs> so then I snuck one into the house, but that wasn't for another year. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I only got to actually play this game when it when it came out mm-hmm. at friend's house. Which was still really fun because it had the the couch co-op. Yeah. And um, yeah. And then like I actually didn't get to play it on my own by myself until like 2009. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, it kind of like fell back on my radar and I was like, oh, you know what? Let's do this. (laughs) But yeah. So yeah. Yeah. How about yourself? Yeah, I was a senior in high school when this came out. Uh, at this point, me and all my friends. Yeah, I know. Me and all my friends, we actually used to do this thing where after school, we'd um, swing by like a donut shop that was next to a grocery store and we'd buy a dozen donuts and a bunch of soda. Grocery score? Did I say grocery score? You said grocery score. Yeah, no. Grocery mm. store. Enunciate enunciate uh yeah so we'd buy donuts and we'd buy some soda and then we'd go back to one of our buddies house and we'd play super monkey ball on the gamecube and stuff like that yeah you know and we'd kind of made that um you a know, ritual yeah like our after just like our after school thing that we did when you know when we weren't working because again you know we were all 16 17 at that point and um yeah like we'd been doing you know we'd been playing other stuff too i'd got an xbox and i got soul Calibur 2 so we would play a lot of that oh soul Calibur. yeah but we didn't have anything to fill that golden eye void yeah you know, the old golden eye on the n64 that multiplayer was so fun see and we should have been friends because i still had it yeah because that's all i had <laughs> <laughs> and, but there was no like good shooter that we i mean you know you had stuff like um what was it time splitters yeah um yeah you know that had a perfect time crisis yeah perfect dark had a had a pretty fun multiplayer but it, it was it was all right but again that was an n64 game so if you were gonna play if you were gonna play a a co or a multiplayer shooter just go with the good one. Exactly. And so one of my friends was like, oh, hey, there's this new game. It's called Halo. It's supposed to be really good for multiplayer stuff. And we had started playing it so much, you know, again, um, you know, we would either just kind of play it just a couple of us, either going through the story or against each other, or we'd have big parties where four of us would go at a time and then the winner yeah. would pass the controller and so on and so forth. And we even got to a point where we actually networked a bunch of consoles together. I was about to say, was this the one that you could, you could have the land party, mm-hmm, the land party with it. I couldn't remember if this one was the second one that, that was that way, but no. Um, and I remember having those halo tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. With the big, the big land mm-hmm. parties hook up four or five consoles together and just start, dwindling down these massive little things into the final two and 
Yeah, yeah. we um <laughs> this is a point in my time where I'm not I'm not gloating, I'm explaining, right? Where I really didn't have much else kind of going on. I played a lot of video games. Um and so <laughs> unfortunately, my friends didn't really understand the math at this point but i got so good at halo and they got so frustrated that they wanted to turn it into three versus just me okay um and then once i started winning again all those matches they wanted to do seven versus me which is why we started networking them together the problem that they didn't realize until we were in a match was that they had to be careful about who they shot at. I didn't have to because when you and six of your friends are fighting one other person, you take a split second to be like, is that the guy I need to shoot? Friend or foe. (laughs) Whereas as the single guy, Oh God, there's another person. You just shoot whoever moves. Yeah. It's like a so, free-for-all match. Yeah, so once I won a couple of those, they decided that that was not going to be any better. And it was just one of the more funny moments of my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I didn't know anything about it as it was coming out. Same as, like, it came out and then I heard about it. I was about to say, this was not, like, something that, like, Xbox was like, this is our game. Yeah. Like, this is, this is going to be our franchise games. Because, you know, like, every every system has their... Their franchise, right? Mm-hmm. Like Nintendo, they've got Mario, yeah. right? PlayStation's got Final Fantasy. Xbox at this current point in time didn't really have anything. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I don't even think the first Gears of War came out Mm-mm. on it yet. Like, like they, they had nothing. The Xbox was just a baby when this game came out. Well, I, I'm, I'm looking at some uh, at a news article, um, and it received universal acclaim. And Steve Curran, uh, re- reviewed it for Edge. Okay. And praised the game as the most important launch game for any console ever. And said, GoldenEye was the standard for multiplayer console combat. It has been surpassed. Yeah. Like, it was It was just known to everybody that GoldenEye was a great multiplayer game. And mm-hmm. Halo came out and everybody went and they built something better. Halo. Well, and that's what that's what should be done. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, you know, because at, at the time that this game came out, there were other games. PC only, mind you. But other games that were multiplayer first-person shooters. And there was one... I, re- I remember playing a Quake on Dreamcast, too. Yeah, but that wasn't like... I guess, no, that would be considered... I, I was looking more at, like, Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike, yeah. Counter-Strike was big. Counter-Strike mm-hmm. was huge. I, I dumped way too much time into Counter-Strike. Way too much time. But, like... And that was fun, this was different. Mm-hmm. This was a different type of fun. And it just. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I remember sitting down and playing with it with my cousin mm-hmm. who owned an Xbox and, of course, owned this game. And we were doing the two person co-op. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is the mechanics are incredible like the the gameplay is really fun the storyline is super intriguing like what the fuck is this yeah like uh, what genius thought this up and then we started playing the multiplayer you know the the against each other and everything and it was <laughs> it was, it was very similar right like he got he would get really mad really mad cuz i kept just killing him killing him killing him but he had no first person shooter like multiplayer experience other than GoldenEye. I'd been playing Counter-Strike for a long time <laughs> by this point, so I was used to fighting other people in a first person shooter and I just owned him. <laughs> just dominated. Um he did put in a lot of time though and he actually got a lot better and I remember years later I think it was 2 or 3. He's like let's let's play again like we like we used to when we were kids and i was like all right and he destroyed me and i was like damn dude you got you got a lot better and he's like yeah yeah finally finally i win like you didn't kill me this time i've got the better score and i was like wow you man you held on to that demon for a while (laughs) like okay but 
Yeah, it just it wasn't. I don't know. It it was just different. Yeah. It was it was kind of one of those. It was it was nice to be a part of the generation that went. This is this is a game that's going to be talked about. Mm-hmm. This is this is something where. 35 years down the road when they go halo 35th anniversary edition i can be like you know what i remember when this game came out you know because like i just missed mario Mm -hmm. i you know i wasn't a part of the final fantasy movement type deal but halo i was there for halo (laughs) so even though i am mostly a playstation player like this was this was when i went Maybe I'm going to buy an Xbox, mm-hmm. you know, like playing it with my friends and everything like this game is fun. Xbox yeah. has got some really fun games on it. Maybe maybe I'll buy an Xbox and like I own all three systems even still. Mm. And when I, you know, 2009, 2000, 2006, seven, somewhere around there, I owned all three systems again. I just prefer the PlayStation. Yeah. Halo aside, I just prefer the PlayStation. <laughs> but with that, like, let's let's get into the, the storyline of this beast, man. Okay. Hey, guys, just want to give you a heads up. From here on out, there's a ton of spoilers. Listen at your discretion. This is uh, this is your bread and butter. I I have played the games. Chris has lived them. <laughs> wow. Uh, not entirely, but yeah. So the game starts, and you see a big ship called the pillar of autumn exit uh what they call slip space hyperspace whatever you want to call it and they discover a giant ring <clears throat> um nearby a nearby planet and the ring itself is kind of its own sustained ecosystem there's land masses there's water masses um all on the inside track of the ring and an alien species called the Covenant is pursuing the ship called the Pillar of Autumn, and it starts to attack them. So the Pillar of Autumn's captain, uh, Jacob Keys, uh, goes over, starts talking to the ship's AI, artificial intelligence, known as Cortana. Cortana! <laughs> and Keys is like, Cortana, what's going on? And, you know, she's like, oh, we're in trouble. They Somehow they followed us. There's this ring world. What are we going to do? Keys is like, I'm going to evacuate the ship, wake up the big guy, and I'm going to head for the ring. And everybody get off the ship and head for the ring as well. So scene cuts. You then take over the protagonist, Master Chief. Like the... the <laughs> the master chief the, like this guy i remember being so excited because mm-hmm. at the time i was in jrotc mm-hmm. um which in my high school was a navy jrotc so i was like oh fucking master chief yeah they're the badasses and like so yeah that was and it doesn't a hurt weird side note but. it doesn't hurt that he's like seven or eight feet tall he weighs like a he's in an armored exosuit that enhances Built, all like, of his his abilities that yeah, weighs a brick ton shit house yeah and- he come he comes with a shield like the character was just the coolest oh yeah concept at the time his voice yeah he, oh he, he, he never he never took his helmet off he was all business there was no like romance plot you know he was the boba fett he was he was pretty much that he was the boba fett of our time that, like i you, only more only had a better moral compass because boba fett meh. did some shady stuff well they do master chief later games well yeah, and all, yeah well i'm saying in this one <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so that's when you take over and you you know as master chief you are you're you're running through the ship you get up to captain keys he's like take cortana get off the ship you insert cortana's little chip into yourself and now you've got yourself a companion um and she handles all the she handles all the logistics she's she's the she's the one who finds your next target or or updates you on the intelligence on the field she's she works giving you your missions and everything like that she she truly is like your little ai computer companion of like hey this is what i've just picked up we need to go here and do this and do this and do this and blow this the fuck up (laughs) she's the she's the 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 girl in the chair but in your head (laughs) yeah basically and so you you land on uh on the ring you find out that it's called halo 
And then there's a, a just a, a nice, good distribution of um, levels in the game where basically what you're doing is at your first task is to kind of find out what Halo is. Yeah. You find out that it's a weapon and Keys wants to activate it. So he runs off to find a way to activate it while you run off to like a library kind of thing. Um, and um, as you are doing that and you, you get into the computer system and that was it. It's, it's not the library. You're like, it's like a control. Way, center. Yeah. You're way further. Yeah. Cause like when you first crash on there, of course, like you rescue your buddies. Yeah. Yeah. You got to find keys. Um, you learn that keys has been captured by the covenant because the covenant, of course, has also went. Look at that big shiny thing. Well, and yeah, and you find out that they actually are the ones who want it. Yeah, yeah, they're wanting to turn it on. They all, yeah, they also want to activate. Yeah. It. Well, and that's so. At first, though, this is where this is where it's weird because at first, when keys runs off, keys running off to stop the covenant from activating it. It's not until later that you learn that Keys himself also wants to activate it. Yeah. Originally, Keys seems like a really good guy. <laughs> like, no, we got to stop them from doing this. You and a bunch of other of my troops, let's run forth and stop the enemy from doing this. Master Chief, you figure out more about it so that you can tell us how to stop this thing. And that's when you go to the library. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Go ahead. Continue. No, no, no. That's no, that's fine. I was leaving a little mystery oh oh my bad that's all right i take away it all <laughs> no so yeah so caleb the destroyer of worlds <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so so keys goes so after all that keys wants to try to go activate it cortana finds out the truth of what the ring actually does and sends you to go stop keys yeah and you go and you find basically his murdered squad okay um and you replace some video and you see like these little organisms rushing the squad and everybody dying. And so, you know, after that point, um, the flood gets released. Um, but the, like the AI that controls Halo, yeah, three four three guilty spark. He ends up getting Master Chief's help in trying to activate the defenses. Yeah. So. After Master Chief uh, gets the activation, like it's like a little like key that he Index. needs. Yeah, I couldn't remember what it was called. I just remember it looking. It looked like a T or something. It is. It but it's it's supposed to be the like the activation index. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Master Chief gets transported back to the control room, but then Cortana shows up, and I remember this. So the first time I played through the story, I played through with a friend of mine who had who had already played through the storyline. And when 343 shows up, my friend lost his mind. He just was shooting him. He was like, you, you fucker. You're a lying son of a bitch. Fuck you. And I was like, all right, dude, calm Whoa. down. Like, we don't know what's going on about this. He did. But he, but he knew. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so before Master Chief can activate the ring, Cortana says that she's discovered the purpose of the installation. And its job is to destroy all sentient life in the galaxy because... The flood basically just consume all the organisms, all that sentient life. Yeah. So Cortana is like, no, we are not going to activate this thing. Guilty Spark loses his mind and attacks Master Chief and subsequently Orkana. Yeah. So Master Chief is now like, well, crap. So we don't want this weapon. We don't want it getting activated. We need to destroy it. Right. Well, what's better? What what could you use better to destroy a ring than the giant spaceship that you came in, the Pillar of Autumn, that has crash landed on this, and it's just giant power core. Right. Probably setting that off would be would do a good job in destroying the Nuclear ring. Nuclear explosion. <laughs> now, like I, I don't know. I did doubt the math behind this. Let's you know, it's little science sci-fi here, right? right? But like giant ring because this thing is huge mm -hmm. we're, we're talking hundreds of miles in diameter right it is it's massive big. yeah your ship is not that massive after all it was able to crash land on a portion mm -hmm. of it right yeah and a portion of it where it doesn't look like it's out of place 
a kind of like a crash land in the middle of the u.s type deal yeah. like that's what it looked like it right I, yeah it was just what it was just like some rocky area yeah yeah and so i'm like sitting here and i'm like okay yeah you detonate it nuclear explosion you know could deliver quite a devastating thing but like unless if you actually got the ship to be like down in the ring mm -hmm. it would just detonate on the surface which would just wipe out a bunch of shit on the surface like, it wouldn't actually penetrate into the ring that much. Like, take a firecracker and lay it on your... Don't do this. Never mind. That was a bad example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do not put a firecracker in your hand. put a firecracker in your hand. But the concept is, if you were to have a firecracker in the palm of your hand and it go off, it's going to destroy the surface of your hand. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to, like, destroy your hand. But if you were to wrap your fingers and, like, grip that firecracker when it explodes, it's going to blow apart your hand. Yeah. So I was like, when they do this, I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work. <laughs> that, like, this is not physics. And so far, this game has been really, really good with a lot of that stuff. Granted, it had game glitches and it was made in 2001 and shit like that. But, you know certain mechanics and the, the science talk behind it and everything like that, what they were saying and everything, it all fit mm. until this point when they're like, we'll blow the ship up. And I was like, that's not going to do anything. It's not going to be enough power. That's, that's not going to, this ring is fucking massive. We don't <laughs> even know how thick it is. We just know it's huge from the fucking intro movie. Like, I don't think this is going to do it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's that's what he's running off to do. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, stop apologizing. I can't. <laughs> so yeah, so the, you so you run you run off to the pillar of autumn, you break in, you go to the engine room, you you set the engines to explode, and then you have one of in in my opinion, like one of the most iconic end sequences in a video game. Like when you think of awesome sequences or memorable at least sequences in video games, like just name like the first couple that come to your mind, right? Aerith getting stabbed in Final Fantasy VII. Spoiler warning. Hey, uh, <laughs> not necessarily in sequence, but a cut scene that ended the first disc that, like, I didn't want to put in the second one. Mm -hmm. I, like, I, yeah. That's... Right? You think about, you know, you think <sighs> about that, you know. Um, your princess is in another castle. Motherfucker. No, that was just <laughs> pissing me off. <laughs> you know. And that was bad intel on the mushrooms part. <laughs> right. and those fuckers are going to answer. <laughs> and, and, and then in this, the final sequence is this awesome driving sequence where you're driving along the pillar of autumn. Uh, you're driving along and the world is, the ring is breaking up. The ship is breaking up. It's got this awesome music playing and it ends with this really cool jump into this spaceship. Um, that you're, or no, it, it ends with you jumping into, um, or driving into like a fighter bay. Yeah. And you get, yeah, yeah. you, you know, and then you get out and then you have to run the last few feet and there's flood is swarming you and chasing you in. And then you get to the ship, you get into the ship and you fly off. And then if you did it, if I remember correctly, if you did it on legendary yeah. difficulty, yeah. you got a special little sequence at the end where the camera goes to pan just as Master Chief takes his helmet off. So you don't actually see his face. Nope. Which is so messed up because it's the only time that they do that. And mm -hmm. like all the games so far, it's the only time. There's, what is it? Is it four? It's, if you beat it on, on Legendary in four. Yeah. I think you get to see his face. <sighs> yeah. No. Yeah. He like takes the helmet off and then, and then looks up. I am replaying through the games mm -hmm. so that, you know. We can discuss them because, again, 2001, 2009, it's been a little bit. Been a bit. <laughs> been a little bit. So, but, but yeah, no, it, and it, but like, and it sucked too because it was one of those endings that made you go, well, that was it. Mm hmm. Like, this was a one off game and that was it. 
because there was no talk they, like there, there was no like oh yeah we're gonna make future installments and it's not like the news nowadays where you basically just google it you know two days after you bought the game are they gonna make a second one mm -hmm. did it do well enough the internet wasn't there like that back then yeah not like, that i remember yeah no so it was just a one of those kind of like wait and see is it gonna come <laughs> is it gonna and is it going to come with changes? Yeah. 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 New stuff. Mm -hmm. Better stuff. Bigger stuff. So I guess speaking of the stuff, let's talk about some of the stuff in there. Like the weapons and the vehicles. I liked the weapons. I did. I really did like the weapons. I liked the way they looked. I love that base assault rifle that mm. you get. The iconic one. The one that he's holding on the cover of the game. Um, what do they call that one? It's just the assault rifle. Is it just the assault rifle? Mm -hmm. I thought it had a certain name to it. Um... And then, of course, they give you some some cool alien weapons. Yeah. The Covenant weapons were so cool. I always felt like they were weaker. Uh, okay. Um, like, just in playing yeah. them, like, the way that they, they work and everything, I always felt like they were weaker. If you had a good, good human-made <laughs> sniper rifle. Reading good old America. Good old America. Fuck yeah. It, like, sniper rifle, one-shot kill weapon. Mm -hmm. Always. For the only shot, one. Yeah. Dude, there was a couple of them with body shots. You got well, those little grunt guys. You, grunts, you could yeah. fucking pick them off anywhere. That's, yes. That little weird helmet thing that came off the back of their head that made them look like a fucking seashell. <laughs> like, I don't even know what the hell that was about, but you, you could even shoot them in that. And I Like, at first I was like, is this a part of their body? I think it's part or of their suit, yeah. Is it their armor? But when I shoot them in it, they die. And if it was armor, they wouldn't die. Yeah. So it's it's got to be a part of their body. Well, yeah, but video games got a video game. I mean, you shoot a guy in the foot. You know, you shoot a grunt in the foot with a sniper rifle. He's gonna die. Not gonna die in real life, unless that's where their heart is located. It depends on how many <laughs> hit points they have. That's true. Because video games got a video game. Video games got a video game. No, I I get that. But yeah, you got this really cool pistol that has a scope on it. You get a shotgun. You get a rocket launcher. Did the pistol have a scope on it? In the first one, it did. Did it? it did. Oh. Because they changed it in the subsequent game. that's why game. I didn't like it as much. Yeah, it had a nice little scope to it for some reason. Yeah. Um, but you're... I do like the pistol in the later games, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That... Well, yeah, because they brought it back. Entire levels that I could go through killing people with the pistol. Bang, bang. I, actually, so... This is the first. This is a first-person shooter, and it's back in the you know the tw the two thousands, eight hours tops probably to play through it if you just kind of run right through it. Right, there's not a lot to talk about in the actual game itself, but like memories and moments in the game. Right. Oh. So there's a so there's a point in the game where you're you're like you're running up a hill and then you kind of make a turn and there's a little structure and there's two um, hunters. Yeah, and hunters are the big, the big hulking, hulking enemies. They have a plasma like cannon. Brutes. Yeah, they take a lot of. Usually, they take a lot of stuff to go down. Usually, you gotta like throw a grenade at them, hit them with a rocket launcher, dump a bunch of fire into them. But I remember I was playing one time with a buddy of mine, and he and I came around that corner, and all I heard was one shot from his pistol, and I saw one of the hunters just drop, and I have never seen that since. Like in all of my the my time playing and watching people play Halo, I've never seen anybody else do that. Not to say that they can't, but that was just one of those really cool moments of just watching, you know, this this big old brute. I was like, oh God, here we go. It's gonna be a fight. Okay, he's gonna go right. I'm gonna go left. We'll flank it. And boom, and the thing dropped. It was so funny. <laughs> wow. I uh I don't have like a lot of the storylines, like main missions. Mm -hmm. Mine was just like stupid shit with uh, the multiplayer. Oh, yeah. Like little glitches or like my cousin doing something stupid or the fact that like I, uh, I, <laughs> I played a game and it was there was four of us, but I spent like half of the game shadowing one of the people. Like, I, I was just perfect shadow. And he killed off the other two. And then he's, like, looking for me. Yeah. And, um, you know, the problem, the only problem with couch co-op is my screen's in the upper left corner. 
your screen is in the lower right corner. It ain't that far for me to just flick my eyes up to the upper left corner real fast and see where the fuck you are. So... When, you didn't. No, when he did it. Oh, okay. And he went, motherfucker. And then he was trying to turn around. I just kept fucking running. Fucking running. I was like, don't cheat. Don't fucking <laughs> cheat. <laughs> and, but like, I got so good at those maps, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I realized the people that I was playing with would do that, right? Yeah. Would be watching my screen to see where I was and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd look at the ground and I could run through the entire map staring at the ground and know exactly where I was. Yeah. Nice. And I'd be like, well, if you're going to cheat off of me, I'm going to cheat off of you. And I'd see where they were and then run looking at the ground, get to them, pop up, shoot them, look back down at the ground and go and get the next guy. (laughs) And they were like, what the fuck, man? And I was like, I've spent a lot of time. And they're like, what staring at the ground? And I said, observing the entire environment when because like that was one of the beauty parts of the game is literally like if you looked at the ground the texture and everything it was like it wasn't like you saw blades of grass and everything this Mm -hmm. is an old-timey game but like the different color variations they didn't mimic patterns it all was like very unique so there were certain parts like if you were in um a spaceship and it's all like that gray blue metal yeah yeah, those were harder because it's it's the same color, but the outside maps, mm-hmm. man. But yeah, like that's that's where the game was fun for me was fighting against other people, because um, as we discussed pri- previously, right? Like I have that competitive edge. Like I just I I want to like I'm better than you. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just 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 truth. It's just a fact. <laughs> Another fact, you suck at this game. <laughs> and um but yeah, so like it it was it was really fun to run through that world. Um sticky grenades. <laughs> I love those. Dude, I think that was one of the like the very few broken mechanics in the game. You could huck a sticky grenade for like days. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know why, but it was just like fucking forever long and just pegging somebody with a sticky grenade from like 40 yards away. It it was just so good when they were like, what the fuck? And you're like, hee hee. <laughs> and they blow up. <laughs> and, uh, that was, that was pretty fun. I used to love attaching sticky grenades to the little grunt guys mm-hmm. and then scaring them and have them run back into their little thing to get hideout and blow up the bigger ones. Yeah. Because, you know, they didn't know any better in the first game. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, So I said that my girlfriend and I are playing through this together. <clears throat> and it was so funny. <clears throat> She's not used to playing a first-person shooter with somebody else. This is kind of like her first, yeah, you know, time doing this, and so I was. So we ran in, we ran into a hallway together, and she was to the right, and I. So I stayed to the left, like you do, right? And you just kind of cover your side of the hallway, right? Well, I started, and I realized, oh, there's like a couple of grunts, and then an elite. I was like, I'll just chuck a grenade. I'll aim for the elite. If I get the grunt, that's cool too. Literally, my girlfriend walks in front of me as my arm comes back. Boom. I tag her right in the back of the head. Nice. And this is how good this is how good of a of a wingman my girlfriend is. I said out loud, oh, shit, you have a sticky grenade on your head. And she went, "Okay," And she just ran at the bad guys and blew everybody up, including herself. It was I I was so proud (laughs) that that is that is a proud moment. No hesitation. One hundred percent just went. All right, cool. I'm I'm gone. And just dove into the rest of them. It was so funny. I'm going to die anyway. I'll take some of these mofos out with me. So proud of her yeah no and that's that is the sign of a dedicated wingman <laughs> wingman sorry um no i was i was reading through some of this stuff that's why i seemed a little bit distracted i uh so halo even though it wasn't not an instant runaway success mm-hmm. right it had one of the long-term long long record sale rates 
but it's also with a very high attach rate for the Xbox. So in the first like two months following Halo's release, um, more than 50% were sold with an Xbox console. Yeah. And then 1 million units had been sold roughly five months after release, um, which was the basically the fastest pace for the sixth gen consoles, which was Xbox, PS3, 2, two and GameCube. Um, but, and then the game sold 3 million copies worldwide by July, 2003. Mm -hmm. So like it took a little bit, but once it hit, once word got out there of this game, it fucking skyrocketed. Yeah. Um, a lot of people will actually put this as the game for esports. This was the, this was the, the birth of esports, this game um competitive competitions tournaments i know a lot of local cities and everything mine did mm -hmm. down here we we held there were a couple of gaming and comic book places that would hold halo tournaments that you could go to and pay an entry fee and win a prize and everything like that it was it, it it's where it kind of like started and then um the reception of it was actually kind of funny too. Metacritic on Xbox, 97 out of 100. PC was 83 out of 100. All game, 4 out of 5 stars. Edge was 10 out of 10. I wonder, isn't that the, where you read that article from earlier? It was. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Eurogamer, 8 out of 10. Game Informer, 9.5 out of 10. Game Spot, 9.7. Game Spy was 80 out of 100. And IGN, 9.7. So really, across all of the critics and everything like that, high, re highly received game. Mm. Like, it, all of them seem to really love it. And of course, they've come out with different editions over the years like i told chris before we started recording i didn't know that this game was called halo combat evolved <laughs> it was always just halo mm -hmm. which basically two months after the game was released that's what everybody called it it was just halo it wasn't combat evolve it just just halo which we do in the gaming community a lot you know knights of the old republic kotor kotor yep yeah like it's world of warcraft is wow 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 um but i because one i never i never owned the original copy of the game and if you buy it now it's just called halo i think if you buy it now it's just it's just halo. it's, it's halo master chief collection <laughs> well that's it but in it even when you look at the four games listed it's got halo halo 2 halo 3 halo 4 mine says on, on xbox it uh, says combat evolved it says halo uh colon ce oh you know what it does say ce i never knew what the ce stood for i thought it was like collector's edition uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> awesome that's I awesome did. i really did i thought it was the collector's edition of the game that had all this stuff because i have it in the master chief that section. makes sense yeah you're like it's just called halo and it's, it's halo collector's edition because it comes with all the other games it, it comes with everything yeah. it's got it all makes sense i that's what i thought and so i was like combat evolved what the, am i looking at the right game is this one of the spin-offs or you know because they had the they had um they've had a couple of other games mm-hmm not just the main storyline of Halo, but there's a, there's a couple of other games that give some more backstory. There's there's some of the the shows, the movies, books, books, comic th books. Yeah, they that give a lot more depth into this this Halo world and universe. And well, yeah, because super cool. You know, they don't go. I mean, in the game, they don't really go into a ton of detail on like what the Covenant are, how they operate, what their overall plan is. That well, you got to think this was the first game. Mm -hmm. the, their only goal was let's let's try and get people to buy it yeah. first. So it wasn't we're going to get real heavy in the storyline. Here's your good guys. Here's your bad guys. Bad guys are trying to destroy the universe. One of the good guys then tries to destroy the universe. Then the the weapon tries to destroy the universe. That was already a lot of complex concepts for a first game. Yeah. That you didn't know if it was going to be a success or a failure. Like, you had high hopes, but again, Golden Eye was the golden standard, mm -hmm. you know, for this type of gameplay. 
So like you, why get into it? Why, why put all this time, energy, effort, money into building in this entire mythos of this, this universe and putting those in the game when you had no idea if there was going to be another one, right? Mm -hmm. Like this was your one shot and you wanted to make it good. And it was because this is one of the few games. I think we've had this conversation before, or maybe I had it with one of my other friends. I've, t I've noticed a trend amongst gaming recently. If you are a single player game that then decides to add a multiplayer aspect to it, right? Mm -hmm. The single player of the game is amazing. Well built out, thorough, like incredibly fun. The multiplayer sucks. Mm -hmm. I think I think we had this conversation with um, Modern Warfare and or and or Black Ops. But if you have a multiplayer game and then you add on a single player component, the single player sucks. Mm. This is one of those games where they both knocked it out of the park. The single player and the multiplayer aspect of this game was phenomenal. It was amazing. We hadn't had something like this until Perfect Dark, you know, GoldenEye since, not mm. until, sorry, since those two games. This game not only brought that along with it, but went, look, we can do it better. Yeah. And, it, but so like the story and everything, yeah, it may not be as flushed out. You may not know who the Covenant are. You may not know what the hell these people are or why the two are fighting mm. you really don't it doesn't explain any of that it's just your ship was being chased by aliens and they're trying to kill you survive yeah like okay oh wait now you have to stop this ring from exploding and killing all life on the universe okay survive yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> like and and that's what you're doing and that's that was it that's all it needed it was perfect yeah and i like how because we got a little i got very off topic per usual but because we didn't talk about like the vehicles right oh we didn't we so didn't. you know you so you have your standard driving vehicle the warthog the warthog which you know has ridiculous yeah. name oh it's <laughs> i don't red versus blue is all i'm thinking about right oh now. we haven't even talked about that but yeah so yeah so you have the warthog it's a it's a four-wheel all-terrain vehicle it has a chain gun in the back you can either drive ride shotgun or shoot at butterflies um fellow soldiers that you pick up along the way in some missions can jump in and they can do some of that stuff as well not with any degree of like accuracy but they they can come along for the ride you also get tanks there's a tank called the scorpion um, that's a heck of a lot of fun to drive around. And I, I want to be the guy who names these things. <laughs> like, mm, I've got a dartboard full of all these dangerous, like animals and insects, and I'm just going to throw it. And that's what we're going to name this. Yeah. thing. Why would you name a tank, a scorpion? Like, it doesn't make sense. I don't know. To me. Well, I, 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 why do they call the F-18 a Hornet? Because if it buzzes like a hornet, <laughs> have you ever been around an F-18? It's loud. It's fucked up. Uh, and it hurts when it stings you. Electricity hums and hurts when it stings you. Yeah. And I would call electricity a hornet. <laughs> Maybe a wasp because it's kind of bitter. Is your shoulder okay? You seem like you're reaching real far. I, I am. Okay. I am. But you know what? what? It's just there at my fingertips, and I almost got it. I almost. Got it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like it doesn't. A hornet, at least, it's a flying thing with a flying, flying vehicle that shoots projectiles that hurt when they hit you. Okay. A scorpion, like it, is, scorpion's is it, got a little stinger on it, and it's only used for defense. A tank is not used for defense. It is an offensive vehicle. If I want defense, I've got fucking mortars. I've got <laughs> I've got loads of other things that I set on the ground okay. that are permanently stationed there. Tank goes, I'm going to go out. I'm going to fuck your shit up. Why? No. Scorpions don't do that. Scorpions go, oh shit, bird, hide. <laughs> like. What about the A-10 Warthog? What about it? What about that is very Warthoggy? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing except for that it likes to run at shit. 
I don't know. I don't know. That this is what I mean, man. I don't know. It just doesn't. It, it doesn't make sense to me. But I've never understood like why do we call a car a Mustang? Yeah, just naming conventions. Yeah, like why? Why? Do, why is this one a Viper? Yeah. Ooh, it lashes out at me. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Like I don't understand it. Don't understand. It. But I, uh, I'm gonna create a video game never, and I'm gonna put up a bunch of pictures of animals and insects and insects, and I'm gonna throw a dart, and you're gonna get the ostrich. <laughs> Better yet, the emu. Yeah, it's the smaller, lighter version, version. of the ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the llama and the alpaca. The alpaca. Watch out! It spits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, we are so off topic. I, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. It's not the, off topic. The naming conventions in this game are amazing. Because think about some of the names of the cov- Covenant guns. Which, how do you even know? Why is it being shown up on a display? Like, again, none of that's explained. But you pick up this gun and the, the quill. The needler. The needler, sorry. But it looks like, it looks like a fucking porcupine because it's got all these little fucking quills out. And you shoot this one needle and then all the other needles go to the same place. But like, so it needles things. It shoots needles at things. It's a needle. That makes sense. Oh, okay. But the scorpion, like, <laughs> so aliens go, hey, we shoot needles out of this thing. What should we call it? The needler. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Hey, we have this really small plasma gun, which we call it. How about a plasma pistol? Well, we have a bigger version that shoots more plasma. Call that the plasma rifle. Plasma <laughs> rifle. Yeah, yeah. And we have this big giant cannon that shoots plasma. What should we call it? Plasma, plasma cannon. cannon. <laughs> what about this thing? It looks like a bladed weapon of sort. A plasma sword. Or, or, or it's a sword. It's got some energy. It's an energy sword. Oh, damn it. Humans. So Hey, <laughs> hey, boss. We got this thing. It shoots bullets, <laughs> but they're not like they're explosive bullets. What should we call it? <sighs> you know what? The starfish. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Meh, why not? Because <laughs> that's where the dart landed when I threw it at the board. <laughs> that's that's where it fucking hit. <laughs> like it human naming conventions make no sense, but they followed it. They stuck with it in this <laughs> game. They went, humans are stupid and they would name a tank a scorpion. Let's do it. <laughs> Aliens advanced. They we- they have weird shells over their head and they've got needlers. Done. <laughs> so <Sorry>. yeah, <laughs> Mike drop rant over. Maybe okay. we'll see. Red versus blue. Yeah, one of the greatest things that, uh, in my opinion, probably ever came out of Halo. <clears throat> yeah. So anybody who was around during this time when this first came out. You you knew that there was this weird group of guys that were just went into the Halo multiplayer and they wrote out some bonkers fun story and were just acting it out inside the Halo multiplayer. And it is fucking hysterical. Oh, it's it's amazing. So it's on what it's on literally my favorite map. Mm-hmm. You've got these two bases, one at each end, and there's this middle ground, and then the dead center is the um invisibility orb Mm -hmm. and the rocket launcher and the rocket launcher and the whole goal of this cartoon is they're protecting their own base very poorly Mm -hmm. but they're protecting it (laughs) inside a box canyon yeah and and even one of the characters says even if we leave they would just have two bases inside a box canyon yeah like like, what are we doing here what why are we here and it's amazing. It's just a stupid little like web show. Well, and it it's turned into like what? How many seasons does it have? Oh now? God, I don't even know. Um. Yep i I have no idea. I have twenty seven, eighteen, eighteen yeah. seasons, eighteen seasons over five games because they do evolve. So the first two seasons take place in halo um halo is like basically the the base game you can see that one all the way out to season 17 they have episodes that still take place 
in the original Halo. <laughs> um, and then, but as like more games come out, like season uh, 15 through 17, you can see episodes that take place in Halo 5. Mm-hmm. And then season 18, they've basically just started creating them in the Unreal Engine. Yeah. I I remember hearing something a long time ago that, you know, they were, they were at first they were like constricted. And again, this is all just on my memory. I have no idea how accurate any of this is. But I remember somewhere that they were having uh, issues at first because they could only do in-game stuff. Like, they couldn't really modify anything else. Yeah. And then as the seasons progressed and they became more popular, more popular yeah. Bungie actually then let them go in and mess with stuff. So you get even better animations in later on, uh, in later on seasons. Uh, you you do, and then they also allowed um to start being able to do some some customization beyond that, just in the engine themselves. Because I remember, like originally, Bungie was basically like, "What are you doing with our product?" Mm-hmm. Bungie had issues with basically like cop- copyright laws, right? Because mm-hmm. there was this thing of like, "Are you making a profit off of our product?" And so there were some issues there, but originally they weren't, there was no profit to be made. It was, it was literally a web show. The, like the first couple of episodes are only like five, 10 minutes long. If I remember correctly, they're, they're not very long. It's like little skits Mm -hmm. in this little thing that you're seeing where they're, they're not very long. They're not making a product off of it, but it became like this bigger thing. And, um, uh, but that's it, it was created by Bernie Burns, which a lot of people may know from his production company, Rooster Teeth. Yeah. Which like should tell you a lot right there. <laughs> like so it's fucking hilarious. I, I remember hearing about it about a year after the game came out, maybe maybe a little bit longer than that. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> like, I just remember watching it and be like, oh my God, these are, this is funny. Cause it was like, it was, it was, if I could voice what my inner thought was while playing through like Halo multiplayer, like there's one episode where you've got a red guy and a blue guy and they're running towards the hill and they're running and they're running and they're running and the red guy hits the invisibility orb. And the blue guy goes, fuck. And he turns around and he's running and he's running and running. And the red guy gets the rocket launcher. And like, then he hears it fire. And the blue guy's like, fuck. (laughs) And it blows him up. And it's just like, I remember that. Because like, if, if he got to it first, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Now granted, graphics weren't amazing, but a lot of people didn't realize you could still see them. If they were invisible, you could still see them because it, it fucked with the, the little contours. So like my cousin, again, he used to think, well, I'm invisible. He can't see me. And he'd get the invisibility orb and just stand in the center of the map with the sniper rifle. And I'd have a sniper rifle in the corner and just shoot him. Yeah. He's like, how? How do you know where I'm at? I'm invisible. You're looking off of my screen. And then I had to actually like show him. I'm like, okay, look through my scope. I can see your outline, bro. It's like the predator. Yeah, like I, I can, I can legit. It, 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 the game mechanics aren't working real well for you on this one. He's like, you're not as invisible as you think you are. Oh, <laughs> well, that sucks. <laughs> and yeah, but it was it. But you had those moments where you're like, oh fuck, he's invisible now. Run away, run away, run away, run away. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope, he got me. I'm done. I'm dead. Uh, or if you heard like, like the blue guy just like dead stopped, like. <laughs> It's over. <laughs> What's the point? Or like, if you heard somebody in the tank, you just knew you were like, well, this is, I've just, I live in my base now because yeah. I can't leave here without dying and they're not going to come in here. Again, an episode with it where the, the tank is just kind of prowling out in front of their base and they're like, fuck, <laughs> he's still out there. And they're like, well, what do you want to do? Well, we can't do anything. He's in the tank. <laughs> we're out of grenades. We're like all this shit. It literally, it was like voicing your frustrations that you had 
in a very comedic way while playing this game. It was it was amazing. And they've kind of kept up into it. I haven't watched all of the seasons, of course, or anything like that. Um, but I, I do know that it's still one of those things that's super funny. So, yeah, it, like, again, one of the greatest things that came out of it. Game's super fun, though. Yeah. Like, even for being, at this point, 20 years old, I still recommend playing it. Mm-hmm. Like, hands down. Especially if you want to get into the Halo games. This is your gateway. This yeah. is like I I know that there is a game that takes place before this, but that is a strategy game, correct? Uh, no, f- uh, Halo Reach. Um, that's a first person shooter too. Is it? Yep. Okay, so does that one take place before this? Yep. Okay, I was talking about the other one. The um, ha- their Halo Wars. Yeah. Those are real time strategies. Yeah. So that's your Command and Conquer, Starcraft. Yeah. Um, Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. And then is there the um, drop troops? ODST yes yeah that is um so that is a kind of like a spinoff because you don't play as Master, Master Chief, Chief as like you do in the other games um Halo Halo 2 Halo 3 Halo 4 Halo 5 you actually play a group of what are called orbital drop uh, orbital drop shock troopers and they're basically just like the best of the best, the big bad guys um, in the Halo that universe. Master Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have like soldiers, then you have ODSTs, and then you have Spartans. And Master Chief is a Spartan. Um, he's like the top Spartan in um, my mind. Well, like, he's seriously. Well, technically, he's the only one. Well, he is. So, so the lore is that he's the last remaining Spartan. Okay. The problem is when you're playing these games with co-op, you are playing as another Spartan. So you're kind of like alternate timelining yourself. Yeah. Because canonically, Master Chief is the quote-unquote last Spartan, but it doesn't stay that way. It doesn't. St- it, yeah, it doesn't stay that way, especially in later games when, yeah. like, when other. Uh, players are introduced but those other games those those spinoffs and um i think reach does as well explains why he's the only spartan yes yeah so like chronologically those games would be some of those games would be ones that you would want to play before halo correct i don't think you should do it that way me personally i don't think you should do it that way i think you should play halo and then like play through the main halo series one through five and then go play the spinoff games to fill in some of those gaps. Yeah. Or, I yeah, I mean, you could do, like, you could do Halo, Halo 2, ODST, because ODST does take place during Halo 2. Okay. And then you could go to 3, 4, 5, and then you could jump back to Reach if you wanted to. Um, you don't really have to play Halo Wars. Um, those, like, I don't feel like they really added much in the way of the, like, the, the main story. Yeah. Um. But yeah, well, I mean, like, the, I think that the, the biggest thing that would be a problem is if you played Reach first because it's a it's a or it was a newer game. Mm-hmm. It's going to look better than the original Halo. Yeah, that might be something that turns some people off. It might be. But again, in my mind, if you're a gamer, you're going to know this. You're yeah. going to know. Hey, because even. I will say, even the Master Chief Collection, which did update graphics mm. and visuals and everything like that, it's still not the greatest. No. Way better than 2001. Oh, there's a button. You can revert it back to the old yeah, graphics. I did. Yeah. No. I, I was like, oh, I no. have, oh, looks so bad. <laughs> How did I ever play this? <laughs> uh, we were so young and we didn't know any. It was, that was the coming. greatest. Yeah. It was the greatest at the time. That's what I keep telling myself. Like, I, I, um, I, this fucking terrible, terrible game. Terrible. It's on the N64. It's called Jet Force Gemini. Uh, okay. It, like, I loved this game. Don't look it up. Don't do it. Oh, God, he's looking it up. This is going to be bad for me. Um, Terrible graphics. I thought they were amazing. Awesome. <laughs> it's like shitty reboot knockoff graphics. I know. I know. I thought they were amazing. And I like I went back and I looked at the game and I was just like, what the fuck was I on? Oh, it hurts. But then I realized, like, again, when I was a kid, these were the best. Yeah, we didn't know any better. Like Final Fantasy VII. Mm. Like, could I get any more Polygon? <laughs> 
and we loved them. We're yeah. Like, oh my god, look at these graphics. This is fucking amazing. And I literally looked at them, and even at the time, I went and I was like, "This is terrible. I'd rather have two D. At least I get some more detail with, you know, fucking eighteen get a bit fucking, you know, sixteen bit. Sorry, graphics. Mm. Like, what the fuck is this? But it was the new, latest, greatest thing, man. Like those those driving games where your car was literally just a fucking rectangle. <laughs> like you loved them. Kind of the same thing. When you look at the original Halo graphics, you just got to say at the time that was the shit. Mm -hmm. And it was Xbox had the best performance graphics of any game console. They like this game put that shit to the limit and it was amazing. Now we're a lot better. (laughs) It's been 20 years. Look at the difference between graphics in the 1980s and the 2000s. Mm. Like, we're no longer grease screening that with a little square dot that's just bouncing a ball back and forth, which is also just a smaller square dot. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. If I look back 20 years from that, it's computer. What is computer? It just excites me to see what, what our graphics are going to be like in 20 years from now. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I think there's only so much that we can do mm-hmm. as far as graphics go. I really do. Like, because right now we're like, we're getting excited over the fact of we can see pores on people's faces because we put them there. Yeah. Okay. The graphics themselves aren't actually getting any better, but our ability to like visualize them is, I guess, I I don't really know how to put it. Like they're incorporating actual like, you know, motion capture and stuff like that. So you can get more of like the right facial animation but at the same time i'm kind of afraid like i would not want my video game to look exactly like real life oh no i would not want it i i still want a certain aspect of this is a game if i'm shooting somebody and it feels like i'm shooting an actual person there there's a whole different psychology behind that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. where I know it's a game like I get pissed off at Avengers because the hair was just terrible and everything like that. And like th- there's still stuff like that that they can do better where the hair is more realistic and it moves more freely and stuff. And the, the environment is rich and full and and does that kind of stuff. Those are the things I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to become more realistic. Yeah. And when people are like, I want better graphics, I'm like, but how? Well, I want it more realistic. I don't. Yeah. Like, I am not one of those. I want better graphics because I want it to look more like the real world. I don't want it to look like the real world. That would be too immersive for me because then at the point, where do you separate the two? Where 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 does reality become reality or game become reality? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> Somebody's been listening to Ready Player One, I guess. I, you know, no. <laughs> I've listened to it, but like there are other other sci-fi novels out there that depict this. It's a real thing. I was having a conversation the other day about AI systems and like a true, genuine, self-learning AI system. Not the extreme of like Skynet, <laughs> right? Yeah. But like nothing dumb like this little robot that I've programmed to answer basic questions, you know? Mm-hmm. Like a true, genuine, developing AI system. It's a, it's incredible to think about, and I'm like, uh, there's a part of me that was like, oh man, I would love to see it, and then there's the other part of me that goes, but I don't want it to turn into Skynet, <laughs> you know. And there's always that possibility; it's out there. You create a computer, make it self-aware. There's that possibility, and I don't like that possibility because <laughs> my robot bullets aren't going to be effective against robots, <laughs> like. I prepared for a zombie apocalypse, not a robot takeover. Yeah, none of us have EMP guns <clears throat> or anything like that. I can make one. Yeah, yeah, let's make one. No, okay. Chris said no. <laughs> well, my hands are tied, folks. Instead, all we have is to play Halo. Yep. So, I guess wrapping it up, really enjoyable, even this long ago. There's tons of stuff in there you're going to like, but it's not that deep because, it again, it is only going to take, um, you know, just a little bit of time. Hey, you said eight hours. I think, honestly, if you power through it, if you're not playing on the hardest difficulty, because there is that, 
No, really. If if you're playing it on harder difficulty, I can see it taking like eight hours. Legendary on this game is actually still pretty fucking tough. Oh, it is. Yes. Yeah. But if you're just playing it on a normal difficulty, normal run through, I would say five, six hours. Yeah. It, it doesn't take long, man. It really doesn't. Because you're just running gun. Pew, pew, everybody <laughs> dies. And that's single player. If you're playing it with two people, because they didn't add more enemies for the multiplayer, the co-op. Do they? No, they just make them tougher, right? They just yeah. make them tougher. But you've got two people shooting at them. So still, even then, on a normal difficulty, them being just a little bit tougher mm-hmm. isn't really that tough. And you can you can run through those levels pretty quick. Well, yeah. And I mean, and you're, you're, you know, yeah, you're talking about like if your goal is to just beat the game like super, like just super quick, you know, because like somebody new, you know, like they're going to spend their time wandering around looking at the levels. You know, I mean, heck, even that first level when you're on the Pillar of Autumn just trying to get off of it. Yeah. There's a lot of tunnels that you go in and, you know, there's like interconnecting hallways that you have to go through like there's like there's not a ton it's not a yeah. giant open spaceship but you know there's like you can you know just blow through the armory or you can go run around and actually like look for stuff yeah so no, there's there's options there so yeah stuff. like but, but, but again, six to eight hours yeah, you can do it in a weekend like yeah, it's not easy, that rough but easy. it's a ton of fun we're saying the same thing it's a ton of fun You're- it's not saying the same thing <laughs> it's not going to take a, a whole lot out of your life um and it's even better when you play with somebody else because then both of you can experience you know and i do i always always only if you're wing, wingman's yeah. willing to take <laughs> a sticky control. grenade into the enemy for you but speaking of that if you play i highly suggest turning on grunt birthday party because what that does is every time you get a headshot on a grunt, their head explodes into a big old poof of confetti and you get a rousing cheer from the audience, question mark. Every time you get a headshot on a grunt. It is very fun. It adds um, just a level of humor. And, and it's really good when you get somebody who kind of goes on a roll because you just hear boom, yay, boom, yay, boom, yay, boom, yay. Like, <laughs> like, it's like if you're not a part of that, just hearing that and then, you know, looking over the direction where there used to be a bunch of grunts and now there are none. That's just kind of like f- one of the funny moments. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. That'll be it for us. Check us out on Facebook, Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. Hit us up on Podbean, Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. You can hit us up, send us a message, let us know what your favorite part of Halo was, uh, what's your favorite Halo game. We will be covering them all. And yeah, just let us know. We're active. We'll respond. We're, I mean, we don't think we're scary. I don't think I'm scary. You are scary, but he's like werewolf scary. I'm like mermaid scary. Okay. So that means give me a steak and then you can scratch behind my ears. Yeah. And for you, I have to get you a coconut bra. Coconut bra. Okay. Sounds good. Coconut bra. All right, guys. (laughs) Take care. We'll see you next time. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And until then, game game on. Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required created in 2020. No part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from No Tokens Required.